Coromandel could have its ferry service back if the government loosened immigration rules to allow more skippers and qualified crew into the country, according to the boss of Fuller's 360. Right now, road access around the peninsula is precarious, with State Highway 25A out for at least a year after a massive chunk collapsed, and State Highway 25 is severely compromised too. More than a year ago, Fuller's suspended its Auckland to Coromandel Town ferry because of severe staff shortages that are affecting its other services too. But cyclone road damage has prompted calls for a reboot and a potential expansion of the service to more towns. But Fuller's 360 CEO Mike Horn explains getting to the other side of the peninsula is just too difficult. Once you go around the other side, the eastern side of Coromandel, um, very, very difficult. You've got different sea states, you require completely different sorts of boats uh, and your reliability once you get into what's, what's essentially... Um, open ocean is is quite a different situation from a maritime perspective. So uh, I think it would probably be quite problematic um, and then the infrastructure that you need to put in um, around uh, around bursting and compliance under regulation would be not impossible uh, but quite challenging and probably from a I don't know, Waka Kotahi or government funding perspective um, probably quite an expensive solution um, which is probably not as effective as getting the roads back and sorted out. OK, so the coast on that side is can be as rough as guts, yeah? Uh, look, it can be. It's also quite a different um, area under maritime law to operate in. And so then the sea state aside, you then have issues with basically berthing the ferry that you're using because of there not being piers as such or it's difficult coming to shore in some areas. Well, yes, yes. Um, uh, You'd need to do a really good assessment of uh, what the access is in certain places. Let's take Wittianga, for example. Can you get... um, uh, that's probably one of the easier places to get a to get a ferry into, um, but you certainly don't want any exposed waters. It's got to be reasonably sheltered, and there's a there's a whole lot of regulation around uh, to run safely, um, which includes landside infrastructure. So there need there simply need to be a level of planning and investment that went into that. Coromandel Township, you used to run a ferry there, yeah. But yes, that's right. We've, we've got it suspended at the moment. It's been suspended uh, for at least a year at this point. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't running through big chunks of um, COVID lockdowns either for obvious reasons, but it's, it's suspended entirely because we just don't have the skilled crews to operate the ferry network, uh, let alone um, uh, Coromandel, Rangitoto, um, Tiritiri, Martini, those sorts of things. So... Uh, she's a fairly grim time um, at the moment. If we can focus on Coromandel Town for a moment, yeah, the shortage it. in ferry skiffers, is it? It's a shortage in skilled maritime crew. Um, and by skilled maritime crew, um, if it comes down to Maritime New Zealand qualifications, they're essentially deckhands and skippers. Um, and if I'm to train up a deckhand, it's going to take me a minimum of three years um, and then deckhand to skippers, you know, somewhere between three and five years. So um, that, that, that gets you a qualified skipper, but it doesn't get you a qualified experienced skipper to run things like uh, the longer distances to Coromandel. So it's really about the associated skills as opposed to 
entry-level positions, of which we are, we are fully utilised at the moment. OK, so that leaves you with an option for, well, importing skilled labour, doesn't it? And what is the situation, please, there? There, there are two ways um, for us to um, help solve the, the industry issue we've got in New Zealand. One is, one is through training. That's a long burn in saying that we've been doing that pretty aggressively for the last couple of years. And in the last 12 months, we would have signed off uh, just over 400 um, uh, people into, uh, uh, into different certifications for different vessels. Um, and that sort of 25% of our crew would be promoted, so decan to skipper. That will take us you know, three or four years to roll out. So you're right. The other part is that where those positions then are not available in New Zealand, which they're not, because it's not just us, it's all of the ferry um, industry, then they do need to come from overseas. So then it comes down to um, uh, what are the issues there. Um, it's particularly around immigration um, and an ability to fast track the right people with the right skills. Do you think that the immigration minister should adjust the settings to allow ferry personnel to come on some kind of fast track visa? Absolutely. Absolutely, and um, uh, that can be that can be highly targeted, um, particularly with maritime New Zealand in terms of what those what those skills are. And we've been working really hard with maritime New Zealand to help identify robustly what they are to bring them to the country. But in, in in direct response to your question, yes, that's exactly what would be useful uh, with the minister to help alleviate the issue. In the, in the medium term, because, you know, getting people into the country, particularly through the processes we've got, and then bringing their families is still sort of three, four, five, six, six months. Mike, how many crew are you short for your Auckland services? About 50 people. Um, and uh, that's, sorry, yeah, that's about 50 people, which is about 15 crews. Can you say how many services a week you're cancelling because of um, crewing issues? Oh, uh, 30%? Easily. Easily. I've got the boats to do it. I just don't have the skilled people.